It's never good when things get cut off by lovely family members trying to call you. Because they know your child's asleep. So, unfortunately, we got cut off on my last episode of Censorship Cannamoms and Cannabis related to social media. We are going to touch a little further on what I was branching off on, which was the growing aspect of how easy it is. It really is that easy. And I want to apologize for anybody who doesn't like the background that's happening with my audio. Unfortunately, I haven't figured out my new setup and uh, you're just going to have to wait. But if you can handle turning down your volume and just hanging out with me for a little bit, I appreciate that. If you are just coming back from the last podcast, great. Thank you for joining. If you are new and you're confused as hell, I understand. Just hang tight. Let me tell you who I am. <laughs> I am the Mary and Joe show. I am Miss Chronic Chronicles and also known as Rachel Raw Truth. This is the voice. This is the podcast. And welcome back. Because on our last episode, we were discussing so much so about the cannabis industry and social media and what has changed and has continued to change as being parents of this culture shock in a sense um, and normalizing in a daily basis. So I do want to welcome anybody who is just joining. Please go check out the last show. It'll make a lot more sense to this one. And we will branch on branch out on many, many tangents. And as I have titled the last episode, I definitely want to make clear this is an off-the-cuff type of episode, so don't expect it to be in perfect quality. I am a human being (laughs) and it is quite late. It is 9.58 and as I said in my last podcast, I had taken some medicine that I have to take and it is working, but it does make um, my evenings difficult and I wanted to kind of do a podcast with that being very much discussed here. So as we pick up this podcast... Um, I do welcome anybody out there who is drinking on some coffee or some wine or whatever makes you happy um, to definitely join me. Drinking on a mocha latte and it is lovely, let me just say. (laughs) And I am smoking on some AK-47 that was gifted to me from Bud's. Limited in Parachute, Colorado. So check out the last episode. Definitely discusses quite a bit about this um, dispensary. I just can't give them enough love. It's like I never fear what I'm smoking there. But it is odd. Because when I have grown it myself, it's so much better. (coughs) I think the quality (coughs) does come with time and with (coughs) environment, which does play off of once you get to the end cycle and you actually cure and flush. I have never had a bowl from this dispensary that I felt um, wasn't cured properly. That means a lot. Having things that tend to burn your throat when you smoke them, or the bowl itself, if you are doing a dry bowl, 
is not cached, meaning white in the center, that's something to really wonder. If it is all black, like a charcoal, believe me, you are smoking on a charcoal. <laughs> there are probably chemicals and everything else. Um, and that did not, that education for me did not happen early. That happened over time with other people who grew. So there's so much that you really do learn when it comes to that, I would say, time. <laughs> time and trial and error. There's so many things that you can learn and fucking up. Let me just say. <laughs> Especially growing. Because then, like, then you have some kind of, um, I don't want to say upper hand, but I don't really know what other word to use. Having knowledge is so powerful when you are someone who uses it as a medicine. Because to know what you're smoking is so important. Boy, is it. Not just the strand, straight up where it was grown, what the environment was. I used to really believe a 100% more in um, indoor grows, but I, I actually don't 100% believe in them anymore. 100% because indoor is great, but there should be different types of quality of indoor. So take one of those plants, duplicate it, clone it, bring it outside because you want to see is the genetics going to just behave so much better outside. And that has been a known fact for certain genetics and, you know, strand based medicine sometimes can give a better um, terpene profile if it's even grown outside and I that's what I am sold on because the indoor I have had I just feel like it can't flush 100% I just don't know <laughs> maybe I'm just I just haven't had my personal experience with that and I'm sure that I'm probably wrong on that just me I have mastered the outdoor <laughs> I can get it going indoor but the outdoor is my thing, and I am proud to say so. <laughs> but yes, it's an interesting reality for all of us who do believe in growing and are growers. You know, think about a hundred years from now. Maybe we will make decisions in our home building that will reflect our medicine. You know, maybe in a hundred years from now, our grandchildren will have their entire lifestyle paid by this entire industry. And we're just the stepping stones, you know, the bricks, the foundation, the rebar, the, the mortar, you know, the, the entire structure, we're building it. And I think about that all the time for my son, because whether he decides to get involved with the pharmacopoeia side of it and actually learning that you know, benefits medically, um, you know, maybe going to school to actually research and learn more, or maybe he will decide to do something completely offlandish and be an electrician, but happens to work for, you know, who knows, because the reality is this is a huge industry. And the place that I live is rapidly growing and we're so tight niched. The grocery store helps the industry in their own special ways. The family dollar helps the industry in their own special way. Even the dominoes, and I'm not being silly and cliche. <laughs> so it is as silly as it may seem. 
very much a tight knit, especially in these little towns that I am around. Now, experiencing it in a bigger city and knowing some of the dispensaries and understanding, well, they are not called dispensaries. Now they are, but they were not then. They were called recreationals, I mean, excuse me, collectives um, or care mutual in a sense, like a mutual uh, collective dispensary. Now, when time has went on, for me personally since 2008 is when I had Step my foot first into a medicinal um, shop, as you would say. A pot shop, as many who don't understand the whole thing. <laughs> Let's educate one another. So, what I have noticed is that the presentation has stayed very humble. Now, you can find very large dispensaries, but they do try to get back to the mom and pop feel because nobody wants to feel overwhelmed like a CVS. You know, when it's got like a shirt section and it's got, you know, their pipe section, all that other fun stuff, that's great. But, you know, the facts are that the clientele that walk in those doors, you know, the people who buy um, are there for an experience and educationally, a lot of them, at least at my place, you know, if they're not a local, there's a big learning curve because you hear those conversations with the bud tenders um, where they're asking you know, am I allowed to do this and that? And, you know, it's a really beautiful thing that our bed tenders, at least in my town and every single dispensary I've ever seen, takes their time to educate because they know the benefits of doing so not only helps them, their shop, the person they're providing medicine, but they will come back because they will have not been arrested. And that does seem so silly, but it is so serious. It is so serious. I remember so much of back in the day in California, having my medical reflected, being so seriously not opening your bag in your car, even if you could smoke in your vehicle, because that was very much allowed, um, but not at the, in the property or in the vicinity of a certain amount of, you know, square footage or feet, you could actually be in the presence of that shop you bought your medicine from to open the bag because it put them in risk. You would sign a contract pretty much in every single dispensary that you would not do so. You would not smoke on the premises. You would respect that these collectives have rules. So now to be in this like mom and top pop situation, it feels like like mom and pop's owning it out here. <laughs> um, you know, of course, there's going to be people who have never had this experience. And I had a conversation with a bud tender who was telling me, this is local, who was telling me that, you know, there is a recommended dose for dabs and not everybody understands that. And some people believe that it's a competition or some kind of like uh, a showing off affair and that's not okay. Especially when it comes to us still having some, let's say, respect in the side of the people who use it for medicine. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't believe anybody's been saying, let's take the entire bottle of Tylenol tonight. You know, uh, let's eat the entire bag of Oreos because we can. <laughs> what kind of experience are you looking for? That's what you need to ask yourself. One that you know the end result or something that might make more sense. Like slow and steady is what most bud tenders reference. And, you know, if something becomes an 
as I said in the last podcast, an an unfavorable experience or a bad decision when it comes to a strand. I love these bud tenders. If they build a relationship with you, I have personally experienced them not allow you to buy it again because they not only don't want to be selling you medicine that won't work for you, but could for someone else. And I reference it medicine because that's what I use it for. But yes, I am buying from recreational. Um, But there will be a time where I will share eventually more of a medicinal side to this entire aspect. Um, And I can't share all of that yet, but let's just say it's in the works. (laughs) So what I am really, 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 really passionate about is sharing with a lot of you listeners that it's okay to be unfamiliar and be a regular smoker because there are so many people who have expressed to me um, in the funniest ways that they feel ashamed that they don't know everything. Believe it or not, neither do I. (laughs) And I don't need to know everything because I don't like every lollipop that's CBD and I don't care, you know, about every single steamroller out there. But, you know, I have my ways and my, um, how do we say this? What is worth sharing is what I will share and the rest is going to be figured out as time goes on but I do appreciate a lot of you out there who over the years have put time and energy into whatever endeavors I have decided to share so thank you for very much being a part of this growing community now we're going to call the Mary and Joe show as I really do think The best way to bring a lot of you listeners out there, because you've been on this journey with me now going on seven years, um, it's just so crazy (laughs) and it feels so liberating to be able to say so. But again, the censorship is changing constantly in different places. And I remember when YouTube said one thing and then said another. So it's okay if we're still all bouncing around right now. The problem is, is just to be reminding each other that it's okay to be loud where you feel like you are accepted. So the right people are listening, whether your content is available or not, is really more of a fact of, did you actually say the message you needed to? So I encourage a lot of you people out there who are involved with this industry to get louder and louder about what you believe, because the time is ticking when it comes to your platforms. And I am pretty impressed by a lot of those moms out there who've been really loud about breastfeeding and cannabis. And that's a scary subject for me. So, you know, as time goes on, I'm sure that the laws will change. And who knows? Maybe we'll all have discussions about what we did or did not do. But it is surprising to me that um, a lot of healthcare providers are very open-minded to it. But politically you know, the right people, even I would say medical professionals need to get a little bit more louder. I think social media wise saying how it does not hurt a child because the studies have shown no child has a developmental issue. So it's just a massive um, myth, (laughs) but who has done what they have done or not done what they've done is where the cloak still continues and the veil still prevails, unfortunately. So I do think that over time things will change and we'll get a little bit more comfortable. All of us out here who are taking time 
to feel awkwardly making clouds on their camera. Because <laughs> I know it's awkward. Believe me, I've been there. It may look beautiful. Maybe a little creative. But on the other side, it's awkward. Yes, it has value because there's a conversation to be had. Right? Amen. <laughs> But the facts stand so strong for me that um, I don't have any regrets sharing a moment, though quality in my videos, I think in the past have been a little questionably silly. But you know what? You can only do so much with five megapixels when you can. <laughs> hey, there was a time when there was only two. Correct, Amondo? Yes. <laughs> but yes, I... Um, I'm very excited to announce that I will be 100% working with some other lovely people very soon. Some good friends of mine. I look forward to bringing them on the podcast. Some things will be more live-based and some things will be more um, duplicated. Let's say that I have done a video with someone. Could be Instagram, who knows where. I might share some of the content on this platform or others because unfortunately that's the reality we're in right now. Um... Some of my friends don't have as much connection to uh, Anchor, but eventually we will get more comfortable with inviting people on. And I do welcome all of you, again, who are listeners who have something to share. Let's add to this subject. So, I know this uh, podcast, let's see what's happening here. Is it still working? Yes, it's recording. Lovely. I'm like I said, there's a, a learning curve. Let me just say that. <laughs> but yes, um, I'm going to end this one because I really want to take a little bit of a moment, step back, get you guys' point of views about some of the things we've discussed, especially related to censorship. But expect for my next podcast and very much so following to do a lot more longer segments. It's just a matter of getting myself, maybe turning off the Wi-Fi. <laughs> Nobody can possibly call me. Oh my goodness. It is what it is. And if you are not following my Instagram, definitely look at my Instagram, The Mary and Joe Show, because there is a link to this Anchor account, but I will be putting in the link tree very soon that has a lot more information related to, um, including my, what is it? Snapchat. Snapchat will be wonderful. Oh, by the way, if there's been any interruptions to this podcast, guess what it was? It was probably Twitter. It was probably Instagram and YouTube because you guys are so great about commenting and saying hi and following. Thank you. But it probably did disturb the audio of this because it has in the past. But I was using an Android. I am using an iOS. ISO? ISO? iOS? I can't say it right. I'm using an Apple. I'm using Apple iPhone um, 8 Plus, and it is so lovely. Um, on a previous podcast, I don't believe it was this one. It might have been my actual YouTube. But I had mentioned that I had gotten a Mac computer, and I dropped it down behind a bookshelf, and it is cooked, and I am selling it. <laughs> so, yes, we're back down to this lovely iPhone that has not given up on me. So I was just being rude to her. She's a tough little cookie, let me say that. Dealing with all my social media, silly. So, (laughs) 
thank you for listening and taking in all my randomness. And um, definitely, like I said, stay tuned for the next podcast with a big S because I plan to do a lot of subjects. Finally found all my little scrap pieces of paper. It's time to get into the ideas. <coughs> Excuse the cough. So, um, tweet at me at the Mary and Joe show. You can find me on Instagram and obviously my Facebook. I'm not as active, but if you're one of those peoples, just go right ahead and find me. I am Miss Chronic Chronicles or Rachel Rod Truth. You can find me either or. And in the meantime, you guys have a great evening and I will talk to you very soon. Be bringing on some lovely people very soon. In the meantime, stay positive, stay active, and definitely be who you are.